right here, right now. Every day, CIUT 89.5, the sound of your city. Toronto. Welcome to Dementia 13. Tonight we're starting on a really sad note because Wayne Kramer of MC5 passed away just this past weekend, Saturday, February 3rd. What a loss and such an important member of the period that we cover here of the original psychedelic era on Dementia 13. So Oh, so sad. There's only one member of MC5 left. That's their drummer. And Wayne had quite a prolific life, ups and downs all the way through and left us with incredible music. So let's start off the program with something from Kick Out the Jams from Detroit from just around Halloween of 1968 at the Grand Ballroom. Rest in peace, Wayne Kramer.
psychopath that takes them where there's a neutral while found the broker's lab while hiring the locks, my friends I cast the dice for fame soon to join the ranks of those who chase its other name and just like Lent
listening to Dementia 13 on 89.5 FM. That was one of my favorite 45s from a band from the Lebanese psychedelic scene of the mid to late 60s that was recorded in Beirut in 1968 on the DECA label. The song was for your information from the Cedars. Now, if you're enjoying the program, I hope you'll follow on social media. I recently posted on Facebook. It's just so easy on Facebook. It's just Dementia 13 Radio on 89.5 FM. And on Instagram, it's just named after myself. I'm the host of the program. So the account on Instagram is simply J. Christian Hamilton. Haven't posted on there in a little bit, but I'll be posting hopefully in this next week or two. So hope you'll follow again, uh, J. Christian Hamilton on Instagram and on Facebook. It's just so easy. It's just Dementia 13 Radio on 89.5 FM. Now, before that, we heard a song called Dance of the Green Scarab, which is actually from a very rare acetate, never actually pressed into vinyl. I took it from the Circus Days compilations and that's probably around 1967 or so. That was actually Alex Harvey who I played earlier on the program. He was down in London at the Trident Studios at that time cutting that and that's the same studios in London that produced Hey Jude from the Beatles and also um, uh, David Bowie, Ziggy Stardust and that kind of stuff. It's curious and interesting that he was making that very psychedelic stuff and then later he got into some real heavy hoodlum rock. Uh, before that, Locomotive from Birmingham from 1970 with Now is the End. The End is When, Birmingham, England. So great. Probably my favorite group from that region. So excellent. Before that, Warm Dust from 1971 played something also last week from that album. Album, literally, the name is very long, literally called Peace for Our Time, Never Chamberlain, 30th September 1938. As I mentioned, played that last week. But this time I played Song for a Star and the beginning was so poundy and excellent kind of fat sun sounding Leslie Cabinet. Before that, Fool's Gold from Spring, another British group from 1971. And then before that, Life from Montreal from 1970. Last week, I played Lifetime 1 instrumental, this time Lifeline 2. Very short, very good. Before that, not so short, The Hello People with Sunrise Meadow from New York City, 1968. So psychedelic and so amazing. They actually at some point shortly after that were the backing band for Todd Rundgren when he toured and all members wore my makeup back in 68 which became kind of hot for a while including uh, the guitarist of Alex Harvey Sensational Harvey band who wore his my makeup well into the 70s before that and I and I played them as I mentioned earlier I'll announce that before that Atomic Rooster with Before Tomorrow from their second LP from 1970 so good before that Mars Bonfire if it sounded a little bit kicky kind of like Steppenwolf that's because of course he was a writer for some incredibly huge Steppenwolf hits and he wrote faster than the speed of life there for his own title track album 1969 interesting he was from Edmonton but a lot of his stuff had that really California feel in it the lyrics ride the waves let them throw you on the beach and before that a band that kind of almost I would say inadvertently were re-influenced by Mars Bonfire and that 
that was a fairly rare group called Chalker from the Marin County area just east of San Francisco, south of Sacramento. Uh, they were in a group before that called Wildwood and they changed their names to Chalker when someone named William Chalker joined. Heavy and excellent. The song was Death is a Horseman. Before that, the sensational Alex Harvey band, <laughs> kind of like Hoodlum Rock, kind of that interesting kind of strutty period uh, during that also coincided with glam. And I was mentioning one of their guitarists Zal Clemenson wore my makeup is really interesting to watch and you should check out some of their performances on YouTube of their early stuff so great 1971 Midnight Moses and before that Christopher from the Naz from 1971 from their third LP and then starting off the program was the MC5 with Come Together live at the Grand Ballroom 1968 in Detroit because sadly Wayne Kramer has passed away and wow what a legacy he left with us incredible guitarist for the MC5 Five. I liked a lot of the work that he also did in his later years. The music supervision he did for the soundtrack for the Eastbound and Down series. Just, just such a talent all around. So let's get into the second hour of Dementia 13 coming up in just a moment. Proudly student and listener supported community radio. CIUT 89.5 FM. The sound of your city.
Every night, me and you try and hide. 
know what to do I've tried so hard to know what to do I'm gonna find a new way Even though it hurts
yours. You are mine. You are what you are. You make it hard. Something inside is telling me that I've got your secret. Are you still listening? Here is the lock and laughter, the key to your heart. And I love you. I am yours. You are mine. You are what you are. You make it hard. And you make it hard. And you make it hard. And you make it hard.
great request and certainly a song I've never played on the program before because it was such a huge hit. Sweet Judy Blue Eyes of course from Crosby, Stills and Nash apparently written about Judy Collins and that was from their album back in 1969 their first album and of course it was such a huge hit because it was such an unusual and excellent song so strange and beautiful and I want to say thank you so much speaking of beautiful uh, for your lovely email Warren and uh, yes I played it I played Crosby Stills and Nash for you uh, and um, I appreciate it I appreciate you listening in uh, before that we heard from Flood a Canadian group that were not nearly as big as Crosby Stills and Nash but of course they had some pretty solid excellent hits one of them was Cousin Mary from 1973 but that was a song we heard from them from early earlier on, early 1971, Tuesday Blue. And then before that, Jericho, another Canadian band from Toronto, 1971, with an instrumental called Back Track. And then before that, The Killing Floor from England, uh, from their 1970 album, Out of Uranus. And the song that we heard was called Lost Alone. Some of the members of Killing Floor went on later to play with Rory Gallagher and also Paul Rogers of Free. And then before that, a band called Blind Ravage from Quebec from 1972 with a very 1972 sounding version of Susie Q. And then before that, a song that was made hugely popular uh, several years later in the early 80s by R.E.M. Superman. But that was the original from the Houston, Texas group, The Clique from 1969. And then before that, a song called The Fox Has Come to Ground from quite a rare band. I think they only put out one single and that was on the Columbia label 1968. The band was called the Bamboo Shoot. And then before that, the Collectors from Vancouver. If you were in Vancouver in the late 60s, you would know the Collectors. They were a very big part of that scene and they later turned into Chilliwack. So that was from 1968, the song Lydia 
purple and then before that the turtles oh so good i mean just listen to those vocals and harmonies of Flo and eddie so amazing now that i took that from a compilation lp of theirs from 1970 of some of their earlier stuff and some unreleased stuff and that was called wooden head the song that we heard was called she'll come back from the turtles and then before that the blues magoos with she's coming home from new york from 1966 kind of like really under rated Jeff Day King was quite an amazing drummer and he's credited on the albums as simply Jeff because a lot of the members just have their first names on there they're sort of billed as teen heartthrobs but over the years like I mean really they're just an underrated excellent group and then before that the super fine dandelion talk about underrated that song should have been a national hit the song was called crazy town they're from Phoenix Arizona that was from 1960 seven and later on one of their members rick anderson later on went into the the pretty big super group the tubes from the 80s and then before that the travel agency from 1968 same producer as bread james griffin and the song that we were was called i'm not dead and also from the same year before that speaking of hits i would be the one which was pretty much a national hit in canada I think it cracked the top 20 from the group Kensington Market from their Avenue Road LP from Toronto. So amazing. 1968, written by the very talented Keith McKay and also produced by Felix Papillardi, who wrote and produced so many other big hits and bands like the song Mississippi Queen by Mountain and Strain Brew by Cream and so many others too. Um, and then before, that was actually recorded in 19, as I mentioned, 1968, but also in New York City, although they're a Toronto group. And then before that, Noah, also another Canadian group, but not Toronto, from Trenton, actually, along the 401, 1970. The song was called Sweet for an Antique Lady. I played also something from that same album last week, also so great, actually quite great. The second album's actually really, really good, produced by Randy Bachman. It's quite heavy. And then before that, the Mirage, starting off the second hour of the program, with Lazy Man, sounding kind of a lot like the Beatles. Uh, that was originally on a Phillips label 45 in 1967. That's a slightly different version. And you know that uh, their, one of their members actually went on later to be the bass player for Elton John for many years. Uh, so as I mentioned, the Mirage from 1967, Lazy Man. Okay, so let's get, well, I guess, into one last song here to take us out. Uh, and it's because Wayne Kramer passed away as I mentioned just this past weekend, Wayne Kramer, the incredibly important seminal guitarist of the MC5. So I'm going to go out with, well, it's probably my favorite song from them, although it's one of their bigger ones, but I thought I'd play it because it's so excellent. So rest in peace, Wayne Kramer. Let's hear something from the MC5 1969 to take us out here on Dementia 13. 